You're listening to NFT 365, the first daily podcast on NFTs with your host, Fanzo, talking crypto, blockchain, Web3, non-fungible tokens, metaverse, and what the f*** is a non-fungible token? We'll get to that. It's time for today's episode of NFT 365, the only daily NFT podcast minting an NFT every day for 365 days. Powered by the ADHD coin at rally.io, here's your host and digital futurist, the ADHD superpowered Brian Fenzo. This show is not financial advice, so do your own damn research. Welcome back to another episode of NFT 365. As always, we are excited to be sponsored by the Crypto Business Conference. Crypto Business Conference is a conference for those marketers, entrepreneurs looking to level up their knowledge and network with all of those that are in the Web3 as well as that NFT space. And you know, one of the ways that I believe that we can you know, not only grow you know, together as a community, but also to kind of hype up, you know, times as we're kind of dealing with, you know, all of the roller coaster that is the NFT world uh, and rest in peace NFT worlds. Uh, that's a whole other story um, is that we can also, you know, it's about not only coming together, but it's about like, you know, what does it mean to build and innovate in these times? Like, what does it mean to push the envelope? And I'm excited to kind of talk a little bit about that because, I think that's where a lot of this conversation that we can have right now should be going in many cases. And first, I wanted to highlight one of the NFTs that we minted um, recently, just a couple of days ago, and it's still actually available right now for this uh, today's episode, um, is a project called Not Your Demons. And now, Not Your Demons is from a, uh, a project that we actually minted, uh, I believe, way back in December for our uh, NFT project, for, for our Mint 365 called Not Your Bro. And so the Not Your Bro team has rolled out kind of their second phase, which is called Not Your Demons. And I just have to give a shout out to their team. Um, I believe that they're Not Your Bro. The website experience uh, is, in my opinion, one of the very best in the entire Web3 space. So if you're looking to level up or maybe, you know, maybe you want to you know, copy and, and see what a great web experience looks like for uh, an NFT brand, uh, I think Not Your Bro uh, is the, you know, I, I will hear, well, I'll do this while we're live recording. Uh, is it, uh, I believe it is notyourbro.co. So dot, notyourbro.co should open up um, the website that, uh, you know, that they have. And I think it's just, a, it's a really great website, the way they have it all designed. Uh, I also really love just the, um, the way that they kind of even included this next uh, version. So Not Your Demon is the second uh, kind of rollout of their project. Uh, it, and I will tell you, just for me, uh, it definitely, their project, their community definitely has like a, a movement feel. And I, I just love uh, what they represent. And we included them you know, in our collection the first time and now uh, the second time as well, which is kind of a, a fun uh, component here. And with that being said, you know, one of the things that I mentioned early was about like, how do we innovate? How do we think differently? And of course, we can always use the the Gary Vaynerchuk way of innovating because uh, uh, let's face it, the man is is doing some really creative things with uh, with V Friends with the entire community. And you know, for those that are watching on video, of course, I'm holding up the V Friends uh, cards, right? So they have uh, he has a trading cards that you got if you minted 
uh, a V Friends Series 2. And so mine came in the mail. Uh, I actually did an unboxing video. So for those that are on, uh, that are following me on Twitter or following on Instagram or even on TikTok now, uh, iSocial fans and all of those channels, you can actually see the unboxing because I thought the, the boxing experience was actually really well done by you know Gary V and his team as well. But one of the things that I get excited about, and I wanted to kind of have fun with this episode was, you know, you know, one of the episodes that I know a lot of people um, talk about, you know, when they, when they, they meet me or they, you know, we're having conversations, they're like, Brian, the episode where you did 41 use cases about NFTs that nobody are talking about was, you know, one of the ones that kind of gave me the aha or opened my mind to what it was possible. And, you know, like that episode to me, you know, it was fun because it was something I was building over a couple of weeks. Like every time I came up with a new use case, I was like, I just add it to this, uh, you know, this note that I had on my iPhone. And then, you know, the other part of that that I get excited about is like really thinking beyond, you know, what, not even trying to take web two into web three, but actually like kind of reimagining new ways to do things without trying to take the old ways, right? And I'm a big believer that one of the, one of the mistakes that we can make when we're innovating during the, op, the early adoption phase is that we try to take web two, like, you know, solutions and like merge them into, you know, web three. And we did that with like, you know, lots of different transitions that we've had. And, and I think like, for me, one of the big ones was like speaking, right? You know, I'm a full-time you know, keynote speaker. And, you know, when we try to take uh, a offline event and just kind of merge it online, it becomes a very, a bunch of stale speakers staling into our camera and people be being bored and distracted. But like, why don't we like think about it from like, okay, what was the experience that we wanted at an offline event? And then how can we reimagine those same type of experiences in this digital, you know, virtual environment, right? Like leveraging the 360 degrees that are, are around us. And for me, you know, a lot of that requires us to not only, you know, be willing to think differently and reimagine, you know, kind of the ways that we, we look at things. But, you know, one of the other parts of this whole conversation when you think about innovating in web three is that we have to think about, you know, is our goal to solve a web two problem or is our goal to understand, maybe even identify, you know, either new problems in web three or even ways that we have to kind of like rethink uh, the way that we do things. And, and one of them for me is certifications or verification of, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, this is now, uh, I, for those that follow me on, on Instagram, I've now had five imposter accounts that have rolled up uh, over the last 60 days where people are creating an account that looks like mine. Uh, the newest one just added a Z to my, my, the end of iSocial fans. So it's iSocial fans with two Zs at the end. If you, if you get a message from that account, it is not me, you know, please report it. But that actually like got me thinking about like, you know, NFTs and the blockchain, right? The idea of impersonation, right? Or even the idea of like knockoff, um, you know, products when people buy uh, a product. Like you, if it's, you know, if you're able to connect it and authenticate it on the blockchain, like what does that open up for us, right? What does that allow us to kind of reimagine? And of course, one of those things are, you know, like storing our data in the, the digital or in our wallet. And I'm going to talk a little bit more about that um, on an upcoming episode about this, like this, this premise of like NFTs that are really data um, repositories that aren't, you know, NFTs for trading or selling or buying, but rather they're NFTs for us individually to store, you know, data onto the blockchain. But even if we think beyond that, right? Like 
what if you were able to, you know, not only show your, um, your different certifications or your knowledge um, on the blockchain, but what if you were able to kind of select and, and, and really demonstrate your authority based on certain NFTs that you have in your wallet? And so I'm not talking about like all, you know, if you have a board ape in your wallet, then you're all of a sudden an expert. I mean, Go back and listen to episode one of this podcast. Uh, I, I share my opinion on that topic. But the what I mean more so than that is like, imagine if we had, you know, because like, like one of the things that I know is a big, you know, uh, place that we can reimagine is the really the the onboarding and the recruiting and how do we find, you know, new jobs and how do we find the right people into the right jobs. And I know, you know, I listen to a lot about like the, you know, the recession. I, I listen to a lot of content and, and really try to understand a lot of the moving parts on what, you know, triggers, you know, um, our stock market and even crypto and, you know, really trying to just kind of dial in a lot of the, you know, where the landscape is. And, and one of them is that a lot of people don't want to go back to work, right? Or a lot of people uh, realized during the pandemic that, you know, that was no longer something they valued. But let's face it, we also have to pay bills. And we also have to make sure that we are providing for those that we're providing for. And then we also have to look at it and say, what new skill sets and new things did we realize that that are important on our lives? But more importantly, like how do we demonstrate them virtually so that people can hire us when we work from home? Or how do we get discovered, right? And like discovering new talent, discovering um, new people that share your purpose and passion in the in the online space is very, very broken, right? The idea that right now, the only, like the way that we do discovery is Google, right? We type in a question or words, a series of words, and Google surfaces us uh, results. Now, let's face it. Those results are not based on what is the best person or the best product or the best service. It's based on who SEO'd that the most, right? Who search engine optimization, right? Who who has paid the most or designed the most their website so that it is actually shows up the most in search. It's no different here on the podcast, right? Oftentimes, the podcasts that get the most listens are not the most popular podcasts. They happen to be the ones that happen to have figured out what are the common search terms that our people are searching in a podcasting app so it comes up. But let's face it, that's like a web two world but in a web three world, if we were, if we were able for rather than us, you know, having to search and the results being presented to us in the sense of like what someone characterizes it by, what if we were able to search by what the blockchain was able to expose us based on like the data and information that was there. So rather than it being search engine optimized, it would actually be something that the blockchain would actually be able to track or manage or, or scale. And so like, for me, one of those examples is like, I love learn to earn, right? Learn to earn, listening to earn, like that. You know, these are these are things that um, you know. Uh, play to earn is a is the gaming side where you know you get rewarded for how many hours you play. You know, you know, learn to earn is that same idea, right? Like if you finish this course in a certain amount of time, you, you you'll get like a crypto or you'll get a coin. And, and it, you know, if you want to check some of those things out, you know, Coinbase uh, does that really well. I have no affiliation with them, but Coinbase does that really well, where you can get you know, crypto for actually taking their courses. And if you learn, if you go through their course, they'll give you a certain amount of crypto at the end. But more so than just like, you know, us being like the idea of us having to learn or learn to earn. What if we were able to use NFTs in the blockchain to demonstrate our, you know, our commitment, our, um, our, 
are really our process and our procedures that we are taking when it comes to um, learning and continuing to learn. And what I mean by that is like for me in this NFT space, like someone asked me a really good question yesterday. They were like, Brian, how do you determine or how do you find great people to follow or to trust in the NFT space? And I jokingly said, well, you know, different times in this market I've found where certain people are really people that I want to listen to. And then I realized later on that maybe I got that wrong or people that were here and very loud early on have now disappeared recently, right? We don't even, we don't hear from a lot of the quote unquote, like influencers and thought leaders uh, that were in the space, you know, over time. But I, what I, what I threw out, and this is how this got me thinking was what I would actually love to, to measure someone's influence or knowledge of this space is I would actually, I would love for the blockchain to be able to surface up. Like who are those that have minted NFTs on the, the, the most variety of blockchains, right? Who, who are those that continue to buy and sell NFTs, but doing it in a way that is, you know, what we are looking for, right? So like, who are the people that are, are those that are active in the space that do a certain amount of Twitter spaces that, that are, are followed by a certain amount of these people on social media, but that also have, you know, have, you know, bought NFTs along the way because this is an interesting part was, you know, one of the people's wallets that I've always tracked, I hadn't looked at it in probably, I don't know, two months or so. And uh, I went back to look at it the other day and I realized, oh, I, their wallet hasn't, they haven't minted anything or, or added anything to this wallet um, in a couple months. Uh, it was like two months, I believe, or like a month and a half. And my first thought wasn't like they disappeared from the space. I was like, oh, they just use another wallet. I, I do that, you know, for anyone that's trying to track, you know, you know, I have my fanzo.eth wallet, but I have my isocialfans.nfts wallet or NFT wallet. Um, you know, right now I think I, on my computer, I probably have nine, nine or 10 wallets that are currently signed in, you know, just from a, you know, different projects and different collections that we're doing. And so I reached out to this individual who I happen to know pretty well. And I said, hey man, I see that um, you must've moved on to a new wallet um, I don't know if you're, you're game for it, but I would love to, you know, see what you're buying recently. I'm always looking to learn and grow. And I, you know, I've always, you know, appreciate the way that you look at this space. And, uh, I didn't get a message back for about a day. And when I got the message back, he's like, Oh, actually the funny part is I, I haven't bought an NFT. Uh, I've just decided that, you know, I'm happy with my, my current, um, you know, NFTs that are in my wallet and I really am not paying attention much into the space. And the, the irony of that was he was like, uh, you know, and I'm not gonna put you know, the name out there, but he was like, you know, it's funny, Brian. He's like, I had somebody reach out for me to do an interview the other day and they really wanted me to talk about like the landscape of NFTs right now. And he's like, the thing that hit me was like, Brian, you should be the one that comes up in that, like for that person in that results, because you're still buying an NFT every day and you're still doing your podcast every day. And if they were like you and looked at my wallet, they would recognize that those are I'm not currently active in the NFT space as far as buying and selling. He's like, so I wouldn't be like the most trusted resource, but because I was the trusted resource three months ago, they just kind of defaulted to that. And like, to me, that's like, wow, that's such an interesting, you know, presentation of like data and information and, and trust and influence. The other thing that I like to think about, like in this, you know, how can NFTs reimagine our world? And, you know, I, I really do believe I'll, I'll make it, you know, the prediction that I've made, I think I made it here on the podcast a couple of times as well, is that like the two places I believe, you know, NFTs are going to be the first like kind of mass or, or let's not even say mass adoption, but like, uh, you know, massive growth 
will be in the rewards category, right? Like rewarding people for, you know, like instead of staying at a Marriott, you know, and you getting just rewards that you can't transfer anywhere, you know, having like hotel, um, you know, rewards. And like, I really think the re- that entire reward system, even from like creators to, um, you know, our subscribers, I believe that's going to be big space. The second space I think is going to be really um, innovating and growing, of course, is the event space, right? Like when you, you know, the idea that you could get an NFT every time you uh, attend a webinar and if you have a certain amount of NFTs from a certain amount of webinars, you get VIP access to the upcoming event. Or maybe you are the only ones that can attend day one of the event because now we have a better baseline of, of knowledge. But the other kind of like group and subsection that I like to think about when it comes to like NFTs and NFT tracking and NFT you know, management is like if we think of you know, like what, is, what is the world and what is our connection conversation points with our audience beyond their purchasing and understanding kind of like where they're at in the world or what they have going on. And so one of the things that I'm excited about where I can see this innovation in NFTs going is our ability to actually track, not just giving someone an NFT, but what other NFTs do a majority of our community or our audience have, right? One of the problems that I know a lot of brands and businesses have is they want to get to know their customer even more, right? They want to understand what are their customers' nuances, their buying habits, what are the things that they care about, but that should also kind of probably factor into like, you know, what type of music do you use in your commercials so that it attracts the right type of audience, right? Or the right type of people. Well, imagine if we were able through, you know, the fact that if we knew that people that are our customers or our community members, if we knew that they had our NFT in their wallet and we were able to, you know, using what, what is on the blockchain say, okay, what is the most common overlap? What are the five NFTs that our community also own, that also own our NFT, right? And now all of a sudden, this looks at like a collaboration opportunity. And really this whole intro of this episode was a long way for me to getting to the point where I believe a lot of innovation in this space is going to be built upon collaboration and co-creation across projects and across like missions, right? So like if your project doesn't have like a gaming component, but you know that there might be some people in your audience that love gaming. What can, how can we design an NFT project that not only has this utility, but people can use, you know, maybe they can turn in certain utility so they can get utility from other projects that you are partnered with or collaboration with. Like I, I believe right now a lot of you know, collaboration is, is either like at like a very vanity high level or at like a nuanced level of like, hey, we collaborated with Adidas because they're the ones we use for our merchandise. Like, but what if you thought about it that even beyond that, right? Like, what if you said that there are people in our community that want, you know, Adidas merch, but there are also people in our community that have no interest in Adidas merch. And so what if we were able to do a shared NFT project where things are going to be able to share it amongst themselves? The, the other part that I just want to kind of share as well was, when we think about you know our day to day lives and like the services and things that we provide or we are that we leverage, you know what if we were able to really reinvent word of mouth marketing via NFTs and via really tokens as a whole? And what I mean by that is, you know, like every time someone buys a product or a service from us, or every time we're interacting, or someone's you know we have a customer brand relationship or customer creator relationship, what if we were able to empower them? to have, you know, not only an NFT of proof of purchase that they they worked with us, but we were able to give them a second one for them to be able to share with others, right? Now all of a sudden we're empowering that group. 
And then on top of that, like what if we were able through content and content co-creation to be able to incentivize and reward those that are creating content about our brand and kind of amplify that, right? Like I was even laughing, like, you know, I didn't qualify. I didn't get picked for the ledger raffle. And I, I was a little hurt about that, right? Cause like for me, I've talked about ledger for many months on this podcast, hundreds of thousands of downloads that we've had, you know, almost a million downloads. And I talk about it on my podcast, on the, you know, on my social channels. And I was like, Oh, I guess I'm not a big enough fan to get, you know, the ledger NFT, uh, drop, you know, whitelist that they, they have for their upcoming drop. And their Twitter account reached out and was like, better luck next time. And like, for me, that's so interesting because as someone that uses it, you know, I have affiliate link for them. I, my, like my sentiment, like the amount of times I've talked to them, the amount of times I've mentioned them on Twitter and social, you would actually think that they would want to reward those that are, are their super fans uh, or those that are, are talking about them a lot in their NFT drop rather than it being random raffle for every person that they happen to, you know, distribute it to. And so to me, like that's a little bit of like those broken components where how can we do both, right? How can we reward those that are super fans? Like one of the ways I could solve that, right? Is that if everyone that bought a ledger gets an NFT and then those that bought the ledger and and you take the snapshot, those that have the ledger and, um, and have that NFT in their wallet, those are our original whitelist, right? So we have to start thinking beyond just like raffles or signups or, you know, random whitelists and, and the things that are going out. But we also have to think, what does that co-creation and collaboration look like, right? Because what if you were giving an NFT to everyone who's created uh, an Instagram reel, a YouTube video talking about Ledger? I'm just using them as an example, right? All of a sudden, you would incentivize and motivate people to create user-generated content, which ends up marketing and doing sales for your brand. And then, of course, if you're rewarding them with the ability to buy your NFT, it's not like you're giving them preference. Like you're rewarding them by giving them early access to something that they can then go ahead and purchase. But if they don't want to, they don't have to, right? And like that to me, like how do we reimagine the customer relationship with a brand, customer relationship with an event, and even that, that like relationship between us and the creators that we love, right? Like I, I think of it very much so like there are certain creators uh, on TikTok, um, certain, you know, Instagram creators that I just love their content. I love what they do. And, and some of them aren't, you know, not teaching me anything. They're entertaining me, right? Or they're, they're you know, keeping me, my spirits up or they're, they're reminding me about things about mental health or whatever it may be. There's no real reward mechanism right now where like, what could I give them or like, what is that exchange? And so that's kind of where I think we're going to see a lot of innovation. We're going to see a lot of change. And so, um, you know, I would love to hear your thoughts. You know, as always, you can just use the hashtag, you know, NFT365 or tag us on uh, any of the social accounts. But I would love to hear your take on, you know, not only where innovation can live, but what are some of those relationships that we can reimagine with NFTs or with tokens, or maybe even if you don't have an idea of how we could reimagine it, throw me out an idea like, Hey, Brian, I would love to fix this problem in my business. Or maybe it's an employee relationship, right? Like how do I, how do I improve? How do I use web three to improve my relationship with my employees that are remote, right? Like there's some things that like, I mean, I trust me, there's some gamification that I've done um, in social that in employee advocacy before that um, might be something that you guys uh, we, we could talk about, but yeah, just send me a tweet, share out some things that I'd love to hear uh, your thoughts. As always, I appreciate every everyone that shares out our podcast, you know, if you get value out of the show, if this is something that you really enjoy, I would really appreciate you sharing it out with your followers, with your community, letting them know 
um, you know, that this is a, a podcast that you trust and that you uh, would love for them to listen to as well. That's definitely how we grow here, um, you know, on the podcast. And then lastly, you know, you know, our, our sponsor, Crypto Business Conference, you know, I'm excited for that event for all kinds of different reasons. And, and one of them that, like, that I've always appreciated from the parent family, you know, the social media examiner family that puts on that event is that, you know, a lot of the, the themes, a lot of the things are, are not only can be data driven, but can really grow, um, you know, the conversations that we have, right? And so, like, I've always loved, you know, a lot of the times when we go to the networking table, you're like, oh, I'm not sure what networking table I want to go to before the event. But what I will tell you is that a lot of times at this event, and this is something you'll be able to do at Crypto Business Conference, is by attending a couple sessions, it might open your mind to be like, you know what, I wasn't going to sit at the developer table, but now I realize I probably want to network with some other developers. So I'll go over there and sit with them as well. And so having that like kind of like inspiration and then being able to activate that and network with those that are in that specialty is definitely one of the things that I think we can look forward to there uh, at Crypto Business Conference. I hope to see you there uh, for that. And lastly, I'll just say, you know, be very careful with the spam uh, and the the really the hacks that are going on right now. You know, I mentioned my Instagram, but you know, just recently there's a lot of of Nickelodeon tweets that are going out where um, someone took the handle Nickelodeon underscore NFT, and they're tweeting out like, "Hey, we just added 500 NFTs to the drop. Click the link below before they all sell out," and then they're tagging a bunch of people in it, including myself. And we just had to be very conscious because I even was like, what? Nintendo's doing another drop. And I went, before I went to the website, because I'm not going to click on a link, I at least know better there. I was like, wait a second. Why is the handle not verified by Twitter? And sure enough, it wasn't. And then I realized, oh, man, it's another you know, scam that is out there. But just be aware of that. You know, kind of be on, on guard. And for the most part, like when something sounds so exclusive or special or new, think twice or three times about it before you, uh, you know, take any action out there. But you know, until tomorrow, my friends, make it a great day. Cheers. This show is not for-